Hello and welcome to the Reorg Europe podcast, your weekly roundup of the most interesting trends and developments in performing credit, stressed and distressed, restructuring and post-reorg in the European and CMEA markets. It's Tuesday, September 26th, and I'm Andrew Ross. Coming up this week, senior reporter Lucia Camblor will talk us through her key takeaways from the IPM conference in Paris last week. We will then run through some key highlights from the primary market, where issuers are keen to take advantage of good market conditions and pent-up demand from investors is tightening pricing on new debt. But first, Reorg's reporter Farouk Balak will sit down with us to discuss beauty product business Oriflame, which has caught the attention of investors and advisors in the face of a potential upcoming liquidity shortage following a weak performance in the first half of the year. Farouk, last week you wrote about the Swedish beauty product business Oriflame. Can you tell us a little bit about your story? Sure. Uh, the company is losing money on the back of operational underperformance. Um, the bonds are trading in mid to high 30s and there are concerns that it may run out of liquidity if it doesn't do something about it. Okay, so what is their liquidity situation like and why are investors concerned about it? At the end of the second quarter this year, uh, Oriflame's liquidity totaled 176.4 million euros. They have lost another 44 million euros in the first half of this year, with their cash balance dropping to uh, 76.4 million at the end of the quarter, uh, June 30th. And that is not looking good because the group needs a minimum cash of between 60 to 70 million to operate. So there are concerns that uh, the current external and internal pressures will continue to weigh on its liquidity in the coming quarters. And given the company's cash position, it may need to draw on the 100 million RCF, which remains fully undrawn. So the group has a spring-in covenant set at 0.8 times super senior net leverage ratio, tested quarterly if the RCF is more than 35% drawn. How much debt does the company have and when is it maturing? The RCF is due in October 2025. And then they have 550 million uh, US dollar senior secured notes and 250 million euro notes, which are both due in 2026. So what's the company doing about its weakening liquidity? Well, the company has appointed a new CEO and it has announced a turnaround plan that targets uh, 45 million euros in annual savings through cost cutting measures, such as um, reducing its workforce by 20%. Um, However, there are concerns that it can take more than a couple of quarters to fix operational issues and the turnaround plan uh, might require additional spending and put pressure on cash flows. Can you tell us what is the key issue that really needs to be addressed? Yes, sure. Uh, Oriflame operates with a multi-level marketing model, so it relies on growth of network members. But the problem is uh, its member base has been dropping consistently, which is a big concern. For example, at the end of the second quarter, the average number of members declined to about 1.7 million, which is down 22% from 2.2 million a year earlier. So to make up for the loss of members, the company has come up with plans to lower entry requirements for new members. There are concerns that it might put loyalty of new members in question. Um, Some investors say that uh, Oriflame is a structurally declining business and recovery will be a challenge under the current trading environment and pressures on discretionary spending. So the company needs to address concerns around operational performance before it runs out of cash. Um, Some sources say the company's financial structure is unsustainable and it needs to right-size its capital structure. Thanks, Farouk. 
We would like to hear your feedback to help us improve this podcast experience. So please take a moment to complete the short survey in the link attached to this podcast and let us know how we're doing. I'm now joined by Reorg's senior reporter, Lucia Kamlor. Hi, Lucia. Thanks for joining us. Last week, you attended the IPIM conference in Paris. What were some of the big takeaways? Hi, Andrew. Thank you. Yes, indeed, we heard from a lot of investment professionals and fundraising keeps being one of the main things on people's minds. And the pulse was that there has been a limited supply of new M&A transactions, given the high interest rate environments and the ongoing inflation. But in the past two weeks, we are starting to see new deals in the pipeline uh, that are being prepared or launching soon. This is the case of Porta Cabin, for example. Teasers have gone out for the portable cabin manufacturer with the sale set to launch imminently. The company is expected to be toted off EBITDA in the range of 180 million to 200 million sterling. And teasers were also distributed for French waste management business Sulo, and the company is being marketed off proforma EBITDA of 78 million and revenue of 623 million euros. And direct lenders and banks also participated in a lender education for French business-to-business digital service platform European Digital Group, or EDG, last week ahead of the deadline for first round bids on October 12th. Okay, interesting. And and just going back to the, the to the conference, Reorg actually hosted a few panels at the event. Why don't you talk us through um, some of the kind of insights that were gleaned from those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, panelists discussed the growth of the asset class of private credit, especially through the large unitranche tickets being issued in recent years. And despite the expectation that the asset class will have to return some of the, the share it has taken from banks when the market normalizes, The conclusion is that private credit is here to stay and that it will continue to keep a significant position and to provide alternative solutions in collaboration with the syndicated market. As for mid-market, direct lenders share their views on sponsor-backed versus sponsorless transactions and the crucial role of direct lenders for private equity buy and build strategies. Interesting. And looking ahead, where are people seeing opportunities? Some of the deals are being prepared for later in the year or next year, such as, for example, beauty and personal care packaging business Albea or financial technology business Eris. And meanwhile, in terms of future opportunities, some debt funds expect that the maturity wall that investment grade and high yield markets are facing is going to provide new deals and test the breadth of the asset class. Earlier today, I caught up with Reorg's Leverage Finance reporter, Beatrice Mervolian, to discuss the key highlights from the primary market this past week. Here's what she had to say. The primary market has been very active this week. Bonds are in the market for UK gym operator Pure Gym, for two-wheeled vehicle manufacturer Piaggio, and for luxury hotel operator Five Holdings, which is buying a group of clubs and hotels in Ibiza. Activity includes new debt being brought to the market, not just refinancings of existing debt. Um, There are loans being marketed for the LBO of Palex, which is uh, being acquired by Apex, and Infragroup, in which PAI is buying a majority stake. Pent-up demand to put money to work means that investors are piling into most deals, tightening price talk during syndication. Investors considering Pure Jim's notes said that the company benefits from growing revenue and EBITDA, 
and has bounced back from the pandemic very fast. It is also in a good space because consumers are typically targeting budget or high-end gyms rather than mid-market ones. However, CapEx for the company's expansion means free cash flow will remain negative for, for some time, especially with interest costs increasing substantially as a result of the refinancing. Meanwhile, there are loans, loan repricings, A&Es um, and add-ons in the market for hosting provider Team Blue, education provider Galileo, telecom company Virgin Media O2, construction material distributed BME, and pharma group Theramex. However, the dominance of loan A&Es in the primary market seems to have passed, at least for now. Financing is also likely to be raised soon for the take private of software group SUSE by EQT, in addition to refinancings for FIV, Tendum, AMS Osram, and Dufree. Investors um, said they, they also expect debt to be raised over coming months for um, Permira's take private of pharmaceutical services company Ergomed, for Titan Cement, and for NCR Atlios's spin-off um, from enterprise technology provider NCR. Join Reorg's Jeff Kramer on October 4th as he moderates the panel ESG CLOs at the European CLO Summit 2023 and learn the newest techniques to maximize returns and reduce risk exposure in the growing area of asset-backed finance. Reorg will also host a private credit breakfast event at the Biltmore in London on October 12th. For more information on both events, contact marketing at reorg.com or visit reorg.com forward slash events. More information on all the situations and events discussed in this podcast are available on our website, reorg.com. We hope you can join us next Tuesday for another Reorg Europe podcast. Until then, have a great week and thank you very much for listening.